Well, thank you so much for being uh, the church and for bringing the church into this room. Uh, we come from a lot of different places. For those who are uh, here as guests from Unlocked, uh, thank you so much for being part of what God is doing uh, in uh, our part of the world. Uh, he's called us to really live out the call of God in this corner of, of the states in order that we might impact the world for the glory of God. Uh, welcome to all who are here as harvesters. And for those who are, um, you're just guests, you're, you're popping in from out of town or you're visiting family or you're here for however long you are, um, you're our guest. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, thanks for coming. Make yourselves at home. Kick off your shoes and uh, just don't put them on the seat in front of you. But thank you so much for uh, being the church and bringing it into uh, this place. Um, this is a point in our worship service where we typically have uh, people come and testify to what God is doing. We do this um, because God's alive and working in us, not just when we come to know Jesus for the first time, but uh, he's working in our lives, uh, not just when we're in high school, not just in middle school, not just when we get confirmed, but um, God is always working in our lives, and we are always testifying to what he's doing. Um, this morning, what we want to do is we want to invite a couple people to testify to what God has done through this past weekend at our Unlocked conference. Uh, Unlocked, you can read it in the letter that I wrote in your bulletin. Uh, Unlocked is a conference at... Um, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, their Asian American ministries in particular, um, have, uh, have put together, and we at Harvest have been able to be uh, partners with them in that. Uh, this year, that, that conference was geared towards helping us to understand our vocational calling and what it means to steward that faithfully. This is huge because a lot of times we don't get the space and the opportunity to think through what it means to be faithful in our call. Our jobs are something that we get paid for, but our calling is something that we're made for, and there's a difference. And understanding that is crucial to living out the mission of God in our world. And so today I want to invite a couple friends to come up. Uh, Kelsey, Tessalona. Uh, you can come on up. And David Fong. David Fong, can you come up? Yeah, let's give them a big round of applause. Yes. Right. Uh, Kelsey and David were both at Unlocked in different capacities. Uh, Kelsey as a student and David as one of the mentors who were there to kind of help and, and lead and, and guide others in that way. And so uh, I just want to ask them a few questions to help them to testify. And they're not up here because um, they've got everything figured out. I mean, this is a journey, uh, and it's one foot in front of the other, one step at a time. And so um, first I'm going to ask Kelsey to maybe introduce yourself. Can you? Yeah. Um, so, I'm Kelsey. <laughs> um, I go to Florida State University. I'm a second year bio major. Um, I guess I could say I was reborn again um, last spring semester. Um, I didn't really commit to my faith until I was introduced to InterVarsity. So, this whole community is really important to me. Um, it's really special. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, let's, let's clap for that. That's awesome. Praise God for that. Yeah. So your uh, background, religious background growing up? Um, I was raised in a Catholic church, um, but right now I'm still trying to um, understand what that means to me. So um, right now I'm studying uh, with the Catholic Student Union just to identify like where I stand with that. Okay, cool. Um, so before you came into Unlocked, what, were you, what was going on in your heart as it related to, man, what is, what is God calling me to? What does that, my future look like? Uh, can you talk a little bit about where you were before you came in? Um, yeah, so coming to Unlocked, um, vocational calling was really heavy in my heart. Um, this past summer, I um, 
was battling with a lot of doubts about like my career choices. And um, that was paired with like a lot of prayer, a lot of intimate times with the Lord. Um, and during those intimate times, I felt like the Lord was calling me to do all of these things that were not part of my parents' plan. And as a daughter, that's really conflicting because, you know, you want to respect their authority, but you also want to follow what the Lord is calling you to do. Um, so I was struggling a lot with just trying to, you know, follow the Lord without dishonoring my parents. Um, and so coming to Unlocked, I wanted to clarify, you know, where I stood with that and, like, identify some steps that I could take in having, like, spiritual conversations with them and just um, trying to find, like, reconciliation with that. So um, what did your parents want you to do, and what did you want to do? Um, so my parents, um, majority of my family are in the healthcare industry, um, so you can probably guess what they wanted me to do. <laughs> um, they wanted me to be a doctor, um, and the, I felt like the Lord was calling me into like ministry, into music, um, into marine biology, and these are like, <laughs> it's so random, and the fact that it's random, like, I knew these were none of my thoughts. Like, it's all, like, placed from the Lord. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Music, ministry, marine biology. If there's a, you have a job field, it starts with the letter M, tell Kelsey she can uh, be a little bit more. Okay. Uh, so, with all these things in your mind, how did, uh, how did God meet you this weekend? Yeah. Um, so, there's this one activity that we did, um, and it was... Um, identifying how God defines us, and we were to write uh, down five words um, that were good, like were qualities, the good qualities about us. <laughs> and I was only able to come up with one, and it was uh, brave. And at the moment, I did not know what that meant to me at all. Um, and throughout that day, I had um, a bunch of conversations with people. And they told me, like, the main thing that has to happen is, like, honest spiritual conversations with my parents. And to me, that's, like, the scariest thing <laughs> to do because I've never been open about my faith with my parents. Um, so the fact that the Lord is telling me to be brave in that um, was really special. And um, I did not expect, you know, that moment to happen. That's awesome. Praise God. Okay, so uh, the biggest thing is you feel like uh, similar things, not much has changed in terms of uh, the direction, but you feel God calling you to take a step of faith in order to live boldly for the Lord. That's awesome. Praise God for that. Okay, um, David. Uh, David's on the opposite end of the spectrum. He was one of uh, maybe 12 or so mentors, professional mentors who were there with us. Um, you are, I don't, want, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but you're Old enough to have children at Unlocked. In fact, you did have a child, a son, at Unlocked. So uh, why did you, why did you want to go to Unlocked? Um, well, I, I didn't know anything about Unlocked. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was um, for single people. And uh, when, when DL asked um, 
Margaret and I to uh, serve as mentors, um, we really uh, didn't know what to expect. Uh, but we always have a burden for the uh, young people, the next generation, so we thought we um, we show up and see um, how God can, can use us. Awesome. Can you share, uh, what was the uh, biggest blessing for you? Like, what's your takeaway as you uh, spent the whole time um, partying and eating and hanging out with uh, young people? David was dancing last night at the dance party. It was something beautiful to see. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he was dancing in his own room with Margaret. But uh... well, I enjoyed the VIP. Um, I, I think it's, uh, it's always an amazing thing or something when uh, uh, anytime when a large group of young people uh, gather together to, uh, to seek God and to know more, to find out more about themselves. Um, we live in a crazy and dangerous world. <laughs> we all we all need God, and we all need each other. We all need um, a, a communities of uh, believers. Um, the the um, it was it was so great to uh, to witness that um, the university uh, uh, staff, uh, Kathy, and many many other people uh, who ministered to the uh, to the young people. And um, as, as uh, big brothers and sisters, and even as parents. And I think this is, um, you know, it's a beautiful picture of what a family uh, ought to look like. And, um, but this is what God's family and church family look like. And I feel, I feel very blessed, Margaret and I feel very blessed that to, be, uh, to be part of it and um, could... Um, um, could, could serve in some capacity. Awesome. Uh, maybe one last question. Is there uh, one piece of advice that you would give as you follow the Lord in your calling that you would give to young people who are trying to discern what that looks like to follow the path of God in their call? Um, I, feel, <laughs> I feel not qualified to give any advice. Uh, but I would like to uh, say a little bit about my little brother, uh, Philip. Uh, Philip, he's, a, he's now a minister at the Baptist Church in, uh, in somewhere in Alabama. I've, I've not visited him. Um, he decided uh, to go into full-time ministry when he was uh, 42, 40, 42, 43 years old. Uh, he, he may relate uh, at 40 years old, and he has two small kids. And I, I remember um, trying to, to talk him out of it <laughs> uh, because he is the, uh, he's a little brother, you know. You, you worry for your little brothers. And um, so uh, it's, it's, always, it's, it's already been like 15 years, and, uh, you know, we, we do worry about, about him, his family, because it's a ministry is a tough, tough work. And, uh, um, but recently, a few months ago, I, I uh, went on the church, uh, his church website and, um, and, and watched a video uh, of, his, uh, of his sermon. 
And I thought, well, that's, that's my little brother. And, um, and I said to myself, that is tough. I, I thought my job being an accountant is tough. It's really nothing. So I said, wow, you know, my little brother, he's ministering to people, changing people's life. And, um, you know, as an accountant, I always wonder, you know, how much of what I do uh, is, is, is meaningful. Um, but I'm a little bit, a little bit envious of my little brother because he, he doesn't have to wonder because that's, that's his life. That's, his, uh, that's his, uh, what he does um, full time. Um, so I think God um, calls us. You know, we, have, we all have different jobs, but uh, we have the same calling, uh, which is uh, we, we, we ought to live a life uh, worthy of the gospel that we receive. And um, as uh, sons and daughters of God. Amen. This is a, yeah, we can give the round of applause. Praise God for that. <clears throat> I think this is one of the cool things. I mean, one of the things I heard uh, constantly throughout this weekend is God works in mysterious ways. And uh, when I approached David and Margaret to serve as mentors in this way, he said, I'll do it as long as I don't have to speak on stage. Um, <laughs> Last night, he was up on stage praying a blessing uh, over the next generation, and here he's at it again. So he's found his new calling. Praise God for that. Um, why, don't we do, uh, why don't we do this? Can we, um, as representatives of, um, yeah, of our church, I think Kelsey represents um, the younger generation. And so maybe if you're, uh, just throw a random number out there, if you're 27 years of age or older, um, let's pray for Kelsey and for her to really have the courage to live like Marita, brave, right, for the gospel of Christ. Does that make sense? Was that Marita? Sorry. <laughs> let's pray for Kelsey, but let's also pray for her generation. Can we pray? Lord, help them to really live in uh, their calling, at, like Kelsey, right, to be brave for the glory of God. And then if we're 26 or younger, let's pray for people like David and the generation above us. Lord, we need them because we stand on their shoulders Help them to stand big and strong and tall so that we can have a springboard from which we can jump and that we could do even greater things, right? We can do even greater things than our parent generation did. Can we do that? Let's pray. Whether you pray quietly or out loud, let's pray with faith, with expectation, uh, and with sincerity. Lord, we need you. God, the coming generation needs you to release, be released into their calling. Let's pray for them and then pray for the older generation. Lord, we walk in their footsteps. We walk in their trails that they blaze. So God, help them to be faithful until death so that we might then take the mantle and run further than they did. Can we pray together? If you, again, quietly or loud, whatever you want to do. Let's just pray sincerely for half a minute and then I'll pray on our behalf. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy in uh, Kelsey, Lord, and your salvation work within her for the rebirth that you do, Lord God. And I pray that you would give her the courage and the boldness, Lord God, to not only have those conversations with her parents, but to be able to follow you, Lord God, whatever it costs and wherever it leads her, Lord God. Pray that she would live out that calling boldly and courageously. I pray for David that you would minister to him, Lord God, and that you would take him and you would take uh, Margaret and you would take their lives and use them for your kingdom's purpose, that they would find callings beyond, Lord 
Lord God, whatever it is that the world says they need to be and to do, that you would help them to give their lives for the kingdom's cause. We pray for coming generations, Lord God. We pray for the for now generations, Lord, that you would move within us and you would work in us, Lord God. Father in heaven, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you that you have blessed your church with gifts and talents and abilities in order that the world might see the beauty of Christ because we believe that there's nothing like the church when the church is doing what it ought to be doing, living a life worthy of its calling. So we pray that you would release creative and redemptive dreams within your people, especially in those who come behind us We pray that you would unleash them to not be the generation of the future, but to be the church now. We thank you for the creative dreams and the redemptive dreams that are already being played out now. And we pray for more of that, that together as communities of faith and as churches, as as fellowships, that we would see what it is that you're calling us to, that we might embrace that and we would live in it. And we pray for those who have lived a little bit longer than we have. We pray that you would give us the humility to receive from their wisdom and you would give them the strength to persevere until the very end, not just in their faith, which they will because of the saving grace of God, but they would persevere in living faithfully the call of God within their lives. We thank you so much for what you're doing we long to hear more testimonies because they ultimately for the glory of God and for the joy of the needs and the needs of this world in which we live. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We praise you for it and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give them a round of applause and go back to their seats.